ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Member FDIC. On behalf of the Sunbelt Conference presidents, chancellors, and director of athletics, um, I want to officially announce um, that Marshall University has accepted our invitation to join the Sunbelt Conference and um, will be a new member um, joining no later than um, July 1st, 2023. That was the announcement made earlier today. Marshall, welcomed into the Sunbelt Conference. Welcome into the drive on ESPN 94.1 at AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan, for this Monday, November 1st. You can join the program by calling the White Claw phone lines at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. White Claw Hard Seltzer, it is made pure. The text line is open as well, 304-523-2275. We're broadcasting today live from the Union Pub and Grill, and coming up a little bit later on, we're going to welcome to the program via phone Jeff O'Malley, Marshall's athletic director. We'll talk to him about today's announcement the news coming out several days ago that Marshall would officially make the move into the Sun Belt Conference. And so today was little more than a formality, welcoming Marshall into the Sun Belt Conference, an opportunity for the media to ask Commissioner Keith Gill questions and, of course, speak to current President Jerome Gilbert, incoming President Brad D. Smith, and, of course, Athletic Director Jeff O'Malley, opportunity to talk to them about a wide range of topics. And, of course, one thing that was on everyone's mind, where's Marshall's soccer going? I think we got that question cleared up pretty quickly. And, of course, a lot of financials going into this as well. So we'll break all of that down for you. But it was a pretty special day. Marshall joining the Sunbelt Conference and the commissioner of the Sunbelt, Keith Gill, making that announcement. Um, when realignment started, you know, our goal was to identify um, institutions that could bring value to the Sun Belt. We felt really good about the 10 football playing schools that we had um, and 12 all sport members and felt like we were in a position of strength. But we certainly knew that there could be um, institutions that would add value to um, our conference. And um, Marshall does just that. Um, we just think about um, the two national championships you have in football. Football is key, um, certainly, to this um, arrangement. It's not the only thing that's important, but it's a very important part of it. The 17 bowl appearances that you have and, um, and winning 75% of those postseason games in FCS is pretty impressive. And, um, and certainly that tracks with kind of the Sun Belt's um, success as well. Um, you know, men's basketball obviously is an important part of this, and you advanced to the second round of the NCAA tournament in 2018. And so from an academic standpoint, from an athletic standpoint, but also an academic standpoint, you know, Marshall fits kind of the, um, the, the really the Sunpelt kind of mission and values and goals. So, um, and, and the, the best part about that is with me standing here today, the Sunbelt got stronger. So Marshall is gonna bring so much to our conference. We are so excited to have you as part um, and as a member of the Sunbelt. And, um, and we just got a lot stronger today. And so we thank you um, for that. And um, the interesting part is, you know, a few, um, I guess it was two years ago, um, we didn't, we didn't, 
we don't have men's soccer currently because um, our programs kind of went away and our affiliate members. And now when we restart it um, with the addition of, of, of Marshall and we have some core programs with it, you know, we're going to be one of the best men's soccer um, conferences in the country, you know, kind of right off the jump. So we're really excited about that um, as well and about the process of restarting um, um, men's soccer. So that'll be a lot of fun. So you're joining a conference that's strong, you know, um, football leads F FBS and bowl winning percentage. So Sunbelt's number one in that we're just under 80 percent um, winning in postseason in our postseason games um, we currently have two teams ranked um, in the top 25 of the AP poll um, our basketball continues um, to improve and um, and we're multi-bid um, baseball conference um, typically and last year softball our softball um, got four teams into the NCAA tournament and we won three of those first those opening games. So we're really excited about this partnership. Um, this is a great day for the Sun Belt Conference. And like I said, we got much stronger today. And um, I think it's a great day for Marshall University. And I think you're going to love being a member of the Sun Belt. So thank you so much uh, for your support. Looking forward to working with all of you. And um, yeah, go herd. Sounded like earlier today when Marshall was officially welcomed into the Sun Belt, the Thundering Herd in a couple of seasons will now be part of the Sun Belt. There could be a possibility of Marshall joining sooner. It just depends on what opportunities avail itself to the Thundering Herd and with the realignment going on, early exit. Right now, Conference USA is looking pretty bad, and there was a an emphasis to point out that Marshall's going to honor all commitments so Conference USA doesn't go away right away. Plus, there's word out that maybe Western Kentucky and Middle Tennessee would leave Conference USA for the Mid-American Conference, which would be a stronger position for both Western Kentucky and for Middle Tennessee than those two schools might have in a few years in a reconfigured Conference USA. So still a lot of moving parts. Soccer, of course, was a big part of this. Not the biggest component, but you have to consider you win a national championship in soccer. You want to make sure that your soccer program is in a good position because that could be a real signature sport at Marshall University. So all these moving parts going on, the picture got clearer today. And so when we continue, we're going to hear from Marshall Athletic Director Jeff O'Malley. He's going to join the program live. We're going to talk to him about everything that went into this move. Later on, I had a chance to catch up with Sunbelt Commissioner Keith Gill, get his thoughts on a list of topics also had a chance to speak with incoming president Brad D. Smith, Marshall University. We'll get his thoughts. We'll get your text in as well. You can join us on the program by texting 304-523-2275. So that's open for you as well. A lot happening here today. We'll start with Jeff O'Malley, Marshall's athletic director, when we continue. We're broadcasting live from the Union Pub and Grill here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Herd fans, get used to these four letters, ESPN. The, the Sun Belt's relationship with the worldwide leader in sports is strong, and that was really appealing to us throughout this process. Those are the words of Marshall Athletic Director Jeff O'Malley earlier this morning. Marshall University and the Sun Belt made it official as Marshall now welcomed into the Sun Belt Conference. And joining us now on the program, a great day for Marshall Athletics 
and at the head of most of these conversations in a meeting probably every other hour, Marshall Athletic Director Jeff O'Malley joins us now on the program. And, Jeff, again, congratulations. I know when you took over the position a few months ago, you didn't have high in your list conference realignment. It wasn't anywhere on my list. <laughs> but you know what? It, it's been a uh, very uh, challenging and rewarding process to go through it the, the last couple of months. You know, it, it broke up. You know, it took over the 1st of July, and then it, it – the Texas Oklahoma thing broke, I think, towards right at the end of July, and then you knew at some point it was going to get down to, to Conference USA and, and affect Marshall somehow in some way. And then when the uh, you know the Big 12 made its move there uh, in the first part of September and took the schools from the AAC, uh, we knew it was it was fast paced to to come down to Conference USA at that point. How excited are you for the new opportunities? Sometimes you make these moves out of convenience. Sometimes you make these moves out of necessity. It doesn't feel like Marshall's making this move because it needs to. It feels like Marshall's making this move because it can move forward. Yeah, and we, we had a lot of options, Paul. You know, and you heard me say it earlier today. I felt like we had... I, well, I didn't feel like it. I mean, I knew we had more options than than anybody else sitting in Conference USA. Um, you know, in 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 the excitement around uh, with our fans on Saturday, just you know, just it was just an affirmation of that that we made the right decision. They were excited. Um, they were anticipating, you know, the the rivalries uh, in this league and being able to travel to games and. Having them be on ESPN, um, it was just uh, a lot of joy, you know, in those eyes. And you could really see that, you know, even way back in September when we went to App State. Um, and so many of our fans, you know, made that made that trip down there. And, um, you know, on, on a Thursday night, I mean, I think we had 1,500 or 2,000 people down there on, on a Thursday night. And it was a great environment, and our fans are just excited to kind of get back to something like that. Did an event like that help in pitching Marshall to the Sun Belt? Look, hey, we travel. Look at our fan base. Did the league see that and go, hey, this adds value to our league. We love the fact that Marshall has a passionate fan base and that will travel to many of these Sun Belt schools. Yeah, it, it definitely helped. But, Paul, you know, in all honesty, the conversation started before that game, you know, and and, um, you know, it, it, and that just proves the reputation that, that we have. You know, our fans do travel, and and, um, and it showed up that night, and, and that certainly helped it. But uh, the reputation of our fans traveled was, was well known even before that. Jeff O'Malley is my guest, Marshall's athletic director of the MOVE official today. Marshall will be a member in the Sun Belt Conference. And I asked you this earlier, trying to kind of get a feel. It wasn't going to be the ultimate decision maker, but soccer was important in this process. And I asked Commissioner Keith Gill about restarting soccer, and he said that was something that was already in the works. Was that more of a peace of mind that, okay, we have a place for our national champions to go to here when the transition's complete? Yeah, it, it was a peace of mind, but it was also a little bit more than that. You know, and, and Coach Grassy and I had a discussion um, 
probably about a month ago about, you know, where this could all end up. And, you know, he, he understood that this decision was bigger than, than the men's soccer program. It was a, it was an institutional decision. It was an athletic department decision. And I, and I appreciated his understanding of that, but, you know, it's like I told him, I said, at the same time, once that decision is made, you know, we have to strategize how best to, uh, to position our men's soccer program, and, and he certainly went to work on doing that. So it, it, it was an important part of it, but, you know, it wasn't the, the end-all, be-all driving force. So, it, um, you know, obviously the soccer program is very important to us. We're, we're in a great position this year um, as well with that in, in terms of the, the national landscape, and we want to make sure that that continues going forward. Speaking of the national landscape, the Sunbelt Conference over the years has really propelled itself into the national landscape. I mean, this is a league that could have stayed put, not expanded, and been fine. Now you're in a position where you're going to receive so much more national experience. You mentioned it, ESPN. That was very important to the Thundering Herd fan base, to be seen, to be found at the same time the opportunities seem like they're endless as far as how far Marshall can grow now that it's in the Sunbelt Conference. Yeah, it really is. And, and I mean, all, all their sports are, are on the uptick, you know, and, and they were very selective in terms of the teams that they wanted to talk to. This wasn't just, you know, we're going to take anybody. You know, they, they, they focused on us and a few others because of our, our national brand. Um, you know, and, and the TV package was very attractive to us as well, you know, and with, with all of their games going on the ESPN platform, it, it's just a, it, it's a, I think it's a relief for our fans. They're excited about it and there's no more, you know, looking, you know, Friday afternoon or Saturday morning, you know, what channels the basketball game on, what, cha- you know, what, what channel is the football game going to be on? And now it's, you can just go on that ESPN app, you know, on your phone or your smart TV, and it's going to be on there. Jeff O'Malley's my guest, Marshall's athletic director. Jeff, uh, you mentioned the financials earlier, the Sun Belt not charging or not initiating the fee to join. So that's a relief. At the same time, you're going to be missing out on some finances from Conference USA for the next couple of seasons. You mentioned – that with everything that's happened with the pandemic, you kind of learn how to tighten your belt even further. But at the same time, it feels like the short-term loss might be made up in the back end. How much do you anticipate over the next few years and, and through hopefully a long time in the Sun Belt that Marshall is going to benefit financially? At the same time, the travel, I'm sure, has got to be at least uh, more manageable from a financial standpoint. I'm sure you've crunched those numbers or at least you've got an idea. Yeah, and you're you're exactly right, Paul. I mean, if there was a, if we were focused on for, on short term financial gain, it really actually made more sense to stay in Conference USA. Um, but th- this was a long term decision, and you know sometimes you have to take a step a step back financially in order to do that. And I you know I think that those losses are definitely going to be made up um, travel wise, and also with you know increased ticket sales um, because of the you know the the starting up in these rivalries and, and the newness of it, um, you know, I, I think our fans are going to be excited and step up and, and sell tickets. You know, it's like I said today, right, this is going to – this is just the beginning and, and this is going to take all of us, right? We all need to step up at this point. Um, 
the institution or fans and 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 our donors uh so this is going to be this is going to have to be a team effort Jeff O'Malley with me, Marshall, making the announcement today alongside of the Sunbelt Conference that the two will join starting in 2023. I know it was asked earlier if there would be an opportunity maybe to join the league sooner. Is that maybe just wishful thinking at this point from a lot of people wanting just to hurry up and get in here? Because I know you've got commitments that you want to honor with Conference USA. And it's just not that easy just to pick up and leave a conference to go to another one. If that was the case, everyone would be doing it, right? Yeah, yeah, it, it really is, Paul. And like Brad said, we, you know, Brad said today, we want to make sure that we we leave the the right way and we do it with class. And I think we've, you know, we've tried to handle our business that way from the get go. And and uh, you know, when all this conference realignment started, we were transparent uh, with with the league and with the ADs in the league about, you know, where we were and who we were talking to, um, you know, and the goal, you know, the goal as it stands right now is to be in the league until July of 2023. But, you know, the one thing that we've learned too in this is that things change pretty quickly. Um, so, you know, I, I don't know what's going to, what the future is going to hold there, but, you know, maybe, maybe there's going to be an opportunity to get into that league or, you know, to get into the Sun Belt sooner and if that's the case, you know, and we can do it the right way uh, with Conference USA, that is something we'll certainly take a look at. Now, speaking of Conference USA, and I'm not going to ask you to commit on uh, comment on some specifics here, but it, with realignment continuing, Western Kentucky might not be in Conference USA. Middle Tennessee might not be in Conference USA. But from a Marshall standpoint, that's really not important maybe more important is those relationships that you have with those programs being they were pretty close to the Thundering Herd as far as the geography is concerned. Nice rivalries yep. with them. How important will it be for you to maintain those rivalries, maintain those relationships? I know you can't play Western Kentucky every year, but I'm sure Herd fans would like to see the Hilltoppers and even Middle Tennessee on the schedule a little bit more once you make the full transition to the Sun Belt. Yeah, and I think that that feeling is very mutual, you know, going the other way with Western Kentucky with Middle. We've already had, you know, conversations to that effect with with uh, the ADs there um, at, at both those places, and and it's something that we will certainly talk about um, in the future if those opportunities present themselves. We certainly, you know, Western has proved, you know, to, to be a really good rival for us. It's not that far away, you know, and, and I think our fans will enjoy seeing them on the schedule or not enjoy seeing them on the schedule, right. In terms of them being a rivalry, but I, I think it's, it's a, that is a game, you know, both in basketball and, and football that, um, and many of our other Olympic sports where, um, it is definitely going to generate some interest So there, you know, we will have ongoing discussions with them, um, and hopefully be able to, to, to get them on the schedules in the future. Jeff O'Malley's with me, Marshall's athletic director. And Jeff, it's just got to be a relief for you knowing that there was some angst last week. I'm sure I had a little angst. I'm sure the fans had a little angst the way that this process had to go. You pretty much have been nonstop making sure that everyone had the right information. Is, is there any relief now for you? Just here's the announcement. Can you finally just breathe for a few minutes now knowing that everybody is happy, everybody is, you know, Rest assured, Marshall is in the Sun Belt, and Marshall has a bright future. Yeah, it is a little bit of relief. <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie there. I was, I talked to the Charlotte AD uh, um, 
last week or the week before and I was kind of I was kidding him a little bit I said you know you're out there playing golf and we're all still all scrambling around trying to trying to figure this out and he was laughing but uh it it is a relief that to have this decision made and 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 like I said too Paul you know like walking around on Saturday and seeing everybody at the football game and and the conversation and the positive feedback about the decision was just it was fantastic, and it really made you feel well that that you know we we did make the right decision with this. So um, you know it, we're going to enjoy it, um, but now we have some work to do too. You know, and figure out you know how best to position ourselves with, within the Sun Belt and and keep up with some of those uh, you know some of those programs. And you know, football is going to have a tough you know a tough road ahead of it. You know, in in the Eastern Division in that league. So, you know, we need to make sure that, that they are well-prepared and have the tools that they need to be successful. Marshall Athletic Director Jeff O'Malley with me, and you don't know this. So I can tell it to you. I spoke with uh, Brad D. Smith earlier today, and we asked him about the process, and he basically uh, heaped a lot of praise on you, uh, Commissioner Gill as well. And, and th- you know, this is, you know, not – prompted necessarily this praise that everyone has uh, given upon you uh you got to feel pretty good knowing that uh, a lot of people are saying a lot of great things about Marshall and uh, a lot of great things about you as well as how you've handled this because quite honestly it's not easy yeah not everyone can do your job it's not easy and uh, you've got to put up with all the administrators the other institutions the fans the media and make it look easy and I think you've made it look easy well, I, I I appreciate that. It, it, like I said early on, Paul, it, it was it was a challenging process to go through, but it was a great process to go through. You know, you, you you learned a lot about about Marshall University and how it's perceived out there. I made a lot of, you know, we'd just taken over in July, and and I really didn't have the relationships with with the conference ads um, that you know maybe Mike did before that. But, you know, once this thing really started rolling, um, we were on the phone multiple times a day and, and you, you became fast friends and we developed some, some great, uh, great relationships, you know, within that. And, um, you know, to hear, excuse me, to hear some of the feedback from them on, on how we were able to handle our business was really uh it it made you feel really good you know uh, about it and i tried to handle it as best we could you know and and um you know i i like i said i i wanted to present as many options as i could for marshall um and i felt like we did that so it and it was good and the, the staff here was great you know the athletic staff uh, david Steele and beatrice green branford and scott morehouse chuck mcgill jason courier in terms of you know, getting us all the information that we needed to make this this decision, and you know, and and uh, the administration here at Marshall and and the leadership made it even easier for us. So it, it was a it was a true team effort. I'll ask you this. Let's be my final question for you. For I know you got to get soon because you you've probably been on the phone all day before and after this announcement. <laughs> Do you feel that with a closer collection of schools geographically it seems like the Sun Belt is it's sort of reminiscent I know it's been brought up reminiscent of the Southern Conference more like-minded institutions do you feel that it's easier to achieve with a closer group of schools because 
sure, you, you work well with, say, a program like UTEP, but you're probably more connected with Appalachian State, Georgia Southern, Old Dominion. Everyone's in your backyard compared to the way conferences have been in the past. You just feel maybe it's, a, it's more of a collective since you're going to be a lot closer to these new institutions. Yeah, yeah, there there is a you know a sense of uh, you know a nice Eastern block of, of schools here, you know. But there there is some travel still that's going to be involved in this with you know Texas State and, and Arkansas State, um, you know, and even going down to to the uh, Louisiana schools, um, you know. So that you're, you're still going to have some of that, but that you know with the addition of, of Old Dominion and you know the other the rumor school that that's going to be added on the eastern side hopefully um it's really going to make it a lot better for us and for our fans to to travel to those games i like how you addressed that the other rumored school that's uh that was that was well done <laughs> i was trying to that dance was very skillful. That, a little bit, so. <laughs> that was very skillful that, that was excellent i i appreciate that jeff o'malley my guest jeff i appreciate you so much thank you i think you've done a fantastic job i i don't know uh, if I can say anything better than, you know, I feel like you're the right person at the right time for this job, and you've done a fantastic job being a part of this. I, I, I appreciate it, Paul. Thank you very much. Jeff O'Malley, my guest. We appreciate him. Marshall's athletic director, the Thundering Herd, officially a member of the Sunbelt Conference no later than 2023. I'm looking forward to seeing Marshall's future in the Sun Belt. When we come back, we're going to hear from the commissioner of the Sun Belt Conference, Keith Gill. That's when we continue. I'm your host, Paul Swan, live from the Union Pub and Grill on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. This is a great day for the Sunbelt Conference, and like I said, we got much stronger today, and um, I think it's a great day for Marshall University, and I think you're going to love being a member of the Sunbelt. Marshall, a member of the Sunbelt Conference. The announcement today, that was Commissioner Keith Gill, the new commissioner, for all of Marshall fandom, you'll get used to seeing him. I think he is a proactive commissioner. The Sun Belt has been a proactive league. It has grown over the years. It's in a position now to be the Power Six. You hear the American talk Power Six. Well, you better be careful. The Sun Belt might take that moniker over the way the league has been trending. Welcome back. Paul Swan, your host for today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We're here today at the Union Pub and Grill. And, of course, it's a Monday. What do you do at the Union Pub and Grill on a Monday? Well, you come down for one, enjoy the show live. Two, you take advantage of this special, the Monday special. $1.50 bottles, $2 call shots. It's every Monday here at the Union Pub and Grill. Earlier today, I was part of the presser, the introductory press conference to Marshall being in the Sun Belt Conference. And then we had a chance to uh, individually speak with some of the participants. And I had a chance to, along with a couple other members of the media, catch up with Commissioner Keith Gill. Again, Keith has been, I feel, very proactive, very strong in leadership of driving the Sun Belt into a position of strength and growth. And when conference realignment started to become a topic again, 
Marshall just didn't sit by and, and wait by the phone. And the Sun Belt at the same time didn't just sit by and wait by the phone, hoping that does, does Marshall like us? Do we like Marshall? None of that happened. Instead, Marshall and the Sun Belt, both institutions, proactive in making sure that, hey, is there a place for us? Would you be interested? These conversations were happening months ago, and that's where we begin with Sunbelt Commissioner Keith Gill. Yeah, you know, I think there was mutual interest. You know, we certainly reached out informally, you know, our ADs and our CEOs, um, just to kind of gauge interest, and certainly once we understood there was some interest, then the conversations kind of moved forward from there. With the soccer program, you, you mentioned it. Of course, they have the national champions here. And how important was that to make sure they had a home and obviously to get Marshall to, to buy into this? You know, we're really excited about men's soccer. Like, we never wanted to give it up. We just ran out of teams, you know, to have it. And so we had to find homes for those other teams. So bringing that back is actually um, something that's really excited for us. And the quality of the conference, we're going to instantly have one of the best conferences in the country. Is there a possibility of adding some schools? You hear West Virginia mentioned in Kentucky and some other schools but that, that are affiliated with Conference USA right now. We would love to pick up some affiliate members. So certainly don't know how that process is going to go, but that would be um, that would be the plan is to try to grab some affiliate members and make the conference even stronger. Just generally, what do, does this school bring to your league? You talked about their brand, and, and obviously Marshall's got some great athletic history. What what do they bring to you guys? You know, I, I do think the brand is so important. You know, you think about their football tradition. You know, kind of joining with ours in that East, playing App, playing Coastal. You know, playing Georgia Southern. That's just going to be a lot of fun. And I really think the fan. Base. You know, it's a really excited, passionate fan base. I was at the um, Marshall App game earlier this year. You know, there was so much green kind of in that stadium and obviously one point victory by App, but a great, great, great game, great atmosphere. And um, I, I think that, that is going to that's something that Marshall's going to bring great fans, great tradition and um, quality football. How important has that been to go after fan bases instead of maybe chasing after markets? Yeah, you know, for us, you know, if you think about it, you know, we are trying to find the best football programs we can with the most passionate fans that we can. That creates good atmospheres. That creates good road trips and all those kinds of things. And then this is going to help us because our geography gets a little better. So fans will have a better opportunity to travel. So I do think that, you know, kind of good football programs with great passionate fan base, that has been a recipe for us that's worked pretty well. And we're excited to see that with Marshall. You mentioned the geography. Of course, travel's a huge consideration and some of these leagues are spread out. How important was it trying to find those right fits in this geography? I mean, you add Southern Miss, you add Old Dominion, now Marshall, and it seems like you have a nice little circle for all your teams. Yeah, geography was key. You know, one of the things that we wanted to do, we thought our geography was fine the way it was, but we wanted to make it better. And part of this process was trying to get Troy to the west, and if we could do that, then that would tighten up our west and allow us to build an east that's pretty tight as well. And so these moves kind of allow us to do that. So Troy will go to the go to the west. We'll have a really strong east. A um, lot of drivable trips. A lot of trips fans can go to. And so our geography got a lot better um, with the addition of Marshall. Could you walk us through kind of what the transition is going to be like? I know that there was talk about 2023. What, what does this look like when you move a conference? Yeah, you know, I, I think it looks really clunky, um, to be honest with you. But we're going to work through that. We're already building schedules um, to get everybody incorporated. We're already trying to figure out, you know, kind of how we're going to um, – 
fold everyone in. I mean, I think the transition is, is tough. We want to make sure that every school has a chance to leave properly um, because it's important that we support Conference USA and make sure that they have the, the chance to kind of kind of keep their operations going. But at the same time, you know, we're starting to get ready. And so what you'll see is over time, there'll be more and more steps like closer to the transition, you know, once we get a little closer to 2023. The transition to soccer, uh, I know that's been asked, I'm sure, a lot. You just don't wake up and say, you know, I think we're going to be a soccer league again in men's sports. Yeah, so, you know, we've already been planning for that. So I suspect we'll submit our paperwork um, to the NCAA this spring um, and be ready to go with that kind of whenever, you know, the schools transition. So we're excited about it. You know, we were already vetting um, championship sites when we had a soccer kind of um, conference. And so we've got some ideas there for a championship. And so we've, we've got some ideas. We're, we're kind of ready to go and we're all excited about getting soccer back. What's that part of the pitch when going after Marshall, approaching Marshall, working with them to assure the administration that, okay, we have a home for your soccer, don't worry? Yeah, all the schools, you know, ODU that we've added that have been soccer, we told them because we have three core programs. Um, and so in our bylaws say as long as you have four, you can have a championship. So we knew that was part of what we were going to do. So we were able to reassure them that we were going to be a home for their soccer program. Throughout the process of all of this and, and, and today, there's been a lot of talk of the branding for the for the Sun Belt and football. And if you think about Sun Belt football, you think about those Wednesday night games, those Thursday night games. They're out there on national TV. That's something Marshall had in the MAC. That's kind of when Marshall built its brand was on that. How much does that play into your guys' focus on football, being able to get those teams out there on maybe an untraditional night for, for what you would usually think for college football? Yeah, you know, it's, it's really important. ESPN's been a great partner for us, you know, and, 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 and part of us being able to build our brand is the visibility and the platform that ESPN has provided us. So it's really, really critical. Um, we work hard on our partnership with ESPN. It's something that we're proud of and, and something that will continue to grow um, because, you know, as we grow, you know, we want that message to be out there uh, about the quality of Sunbelt football and sports generally. You know, we're trying to get more of our basketball, you know, kind of more of a basketball footprint there as well. So we're going to keep kind of pushing forward because we think building our brand is a really key part of our strategy. And, um, and I think Marshall will help us with that, with the quality of their sports programs. So what's, what's the atmosphere been like with some of the other schools that are in the conference currently? I've heard talk about some old rivalries that people are excited to reinstate. Yeah, no, it's, it's really a lot of excitement. So everyone's really fired up, you know. I mean, I, like I said, our West got better and a lot more tighter. So there's a lot of kind of new old rivalries kind of renewed there in the West. And it's the same here in the East. You know, you think about some of the FCS battles you've had with um, Georgia Southern and, and App State here at Marshall, and you still play App State, actually just played them this past year. So I think having those games on a regular basis is going to be something that energizes all the fan bases, our fan base, you know, Marshall Coastal, probably not a game that's happened a lot in the in the history of the football programs, but that's going to be an exciting game with obviously two kind of nationally prominent schools. So um, so I, I, there's been a lot of excitement in the Sun Belt, and, um, and folks are excited about the new opportunities that some of these moves will present. On the brand, you have seen the Sun Belt grow tremendously over the last few years. What do you attribute that success? Because for a while it felt like maybe the Sun Belt was not regarded as well as some of the other uh, institutions, other leagues, and now the Sun Belt's among the best. Yeah, you know, I attribute that to the great work of our schools. You know, you look at the leadership of our chancellors, presidents, and our ADs, how they've invested, our great coaches, our great football student-athletes. You know, winning matters, and, um, and Sun Belt schools have been able to win, and that really is a testament of our schools, and that's allowed us to kind of build our brand 
brand because they've won big games and, and they've done they've had a lot of success. So I give all the credit and all the glory to our schools and, and their leadership. They've done a really nice job. I know that there's not a lot of talk this morning. That is Sunbelt Commissioner Keith Gill, the Thundering Herd, joining the Sunbelt. It's official. It'll happen in 2023. I'm looking forward to the opportunity to be a part of some of those rivalries again. Marshall Appalachian State, that's going to be a big one. Marshall, Georgia Southern, if you are anywhere close to those days of the Southern Conference, you know these were big matchups. And, of course, you're going to add some great matchups with a a rumored school that Marshall University Athletic Director Jeff O'Malley mentioned, a school that's rumored that's going to be, I think, very helpful to this overall map and this package that Marshall is going to be a part of. That will be I think a key ad once it happens also, of course, you're going to have some, I think, interesting new rivals, including Coastal Carolina. It looks like a maybe a modern Southern Conference in so many regards. I'm excited. I know it's difficult to, to maybe generate excitement for some because you're, you're not moving to a, a Power 5 conference, but I, I think – you're going to be in a league with like-minded institutions, and I think it's going to be an exciting brand of football and an exciting brand of sports. I, I really believe that. When we continue, we're going to hear from the new president of Marshall University, Brad D. Smith. Brad doesn't take the job over just yet, but uh, Dr. Jerome Gilbert has included him all the way once the decision was made that he was going to be the new president. Of course, uh, it was mentioned that there has been a a strong partnership over the years between Dr. Jerome Gilbert and, of course, Mr. Brad D. Smith, now president of Marshall University, once uh, Dr. Gilbert steps down here in December. We'll hear from him. We will get to the text line. I promised you we will get to the text line. We're going to do that at 877-420-TALK for the phone and 304-523-2275 for the text. We'll get to all of that when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank, the local bank that's here for every step of your life's journey. Member FDIC. Well, there's been a lot of news the last couple weeks, and I would say it ranks Sunbelt Conference, Squirrel, and somewhere way down the list or some other things. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if the Sunbelt Conference ranks one. I think the Squirrel ranks one. We didn't even talk about the Squirrel this week. Welcome back. It's The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Broadcasting live from the Union Pub and Grill. And, of course, uh, Brad D. Smith, the incoming president of Marshall University. He ranks it Sunbelt squirrel and maybe his announcement of uh, accepting the position of president at marshall university i'm going to flip that i'm going to say squirrel then sunbelt but whatever the case may be it's been a great few days for marshall university and marshall university athletics and after the presser earlier this morning i had a cat i had a chance to catch up with the incoming president of marshall university brad d smith Yes, well, obviously, I knew conference realignment was a topic of discussion, so before I actually got the job, I was spending a lot of time with other ADs and individuals that I know in the industry to say, what are the kinds of decisions that you look at when you actually make a final call? But then when I showed up on Friday, the team had laid out all the options. They had looked at the principles. They had been really clear. They got student-athlete and coaches' voices and fans' voices in. 
and then they laid the pros and cons out. And as we went through it, each of us scored, and at the end of the day, we ended up in the same place. So I have to say, all the pre-work was done, and it aligned with everything I was hoping to hear and see when I came into the job. Pretty much the easiest decision you've made so far? Well, it's definitely one of the most important decisions so far, because I've only been in the job. I haven't even been in the job, so I would say yes, easy and important. What were you exactly looking for when you saw all their information? I'm sure you already had a preconceived notion of what this was about, but what were you exactly looking for to make it work for you? Well, first and foremost, I think it comes down to regionality. You want to make sure that our student athletes can compete effectively while also having their academics remain strong. Our fan base has to recognize the rivalries we're playing and at the same time have the ability to get to the games and back. The importance of brand and the ability for us to build our brand, which is not only who's in the conference, but the ESPN contract, and then the financial stability. So you put those pieces together, and we went through them one by one, and it was very clear the Sunbelt Conference was the right answer. Athletics, of course, it needs to make sense, but also from an institution standpoint, you're working with these institutions now. You've come together not only academically but athletically. How important was that to make sure that you were in with the right group of institutions from an academic and university standpoint? Oh, it was very important. You know, we use the term student-athlete for a reason, and it goes in that order. They are students first and athletes 1A. And if you look at who's in this conference, they are incredibly committed to that, that mission, and that's who we wanted to be associated with. Have you already maybe had some conversations with some of your peer institutions in your new home as far as uh, ways you can work together? I have not yet. President Gilbert and others have. You know, I'm still in this process of one president at a time, and we have a great president until the end of the calendar year, and then I'll be stepping in in January. Yeah, talk about that if you would, because... It, this isn't usually how it's done at other institutions. You have a leader and then the next leader takes over. You, know, you two have worked together in concert since before the announcement was made, it feels like. We have. Well, we've worked together for six years as we've supported the university through our foundation and he's been the president. And he's come out to the Silicon Valley and had his team get trained on Silicon Valley techniques. Of course, I've been here on the campus pretty regularly bringing CEOs from the Silicon Valley. So we've had this, this partnership for a while, but we talked about a pilot co-pilot model. I know he has tremendous experience and knowledge, and I'm going to benefit from that. And at the same time, it's going to give him the ability to start to transition things to me so he can focus on the things that are important to him in his last two months. Also working with Jeff O'Malley, he, of course, has uh, stepped in, taken over the athletic department on an interim basis. You know, how important was your relationship with him? Because he still has the title of interim athletic director. He does. And, you know, I will tell you, he doesn't operate like he's an interim athletic director. He is courageous. He's compassionate. He's committed. I can tell you it has been a delight before I even had the chance to sit down and have this discussion, the number of people who complimented him to me. And I always say the greatest compliment you get is something someone says about you when you're not in the room. Jeff O'Malley has a tremendous brand and reputation. Jeff O'Malley doing a fantastic job. As I mentioned to Jeff earlier when we had him on the program, look, a lot of people are praising you. You've done a fantastic job, and I'm excited. I'm excited for the last few months of Dr. Jerome Gilbert. And I really am optimistic that the new administration coming in, along with Brad D. Smith, the transition to the Sun Belt, it's going to be good. I mean, I, sure, I can say all these positive things. Now, there's nothing really negative you can say. The man hasn't taken the job, but he definitely has a vision and a game plan. And I think Marshall has a vision and game plan here. So I feel confident in all of this. And with that said, uh, it's a pretty good day here for the Thundering Herd. Marshall, member of the Sun Belt, uh, text line is open for you at 304-523-2275. I promise you I would get to the text line. I want to get to this one specifically. Uh, texter wrote, who are the teams in the new Sun Belt Conference East Division with Marshall? Now, 
there's that one school that is rumored to be a part of the Sun Belt here in the future. Jeff O'Malley alluded to that rumored school. Uh, that's James Madison. So your East Division, North Division, probably East Division, whatever they're going to name it, will be Marshall. If invited and accepting the invite is James Madison. James Madison will be in there. Then you'll have Old Dominion, Appalachian State, Coastal Carolina, you will have Georgia Southern and then Georgia State. So that will give you seven teams in the east side of the Sun Belt. And now on the west side of the Sun Belt, you're going to have Troy. As if you were with us earlier, Commissioner of the Sun Belt, Keith Gill, alluded to, guess what? Troy has been so gracious to move over to the west side. We got them on the west side. So you're going to have Troy, South Alabama. You're going to have Southern Miss. You're going to have Arkansas State. You're going to have the University of Louisiana Monroe. You're going to have University of Louisiana at Lafayette. You're going to have Texas State. Those are going to be your west division as far as football is concerned. Text line again is open, 304-523-2275, 304-523-2275. This is more of a, not a question, but, Paul, you've kept me in my car to listen. Well done. Dinner can wait. That's uh, one texture there. Hey, thank you for that. I appreciate that. Uh, we we don't want you to miss dinner on a regular basis, but uh, it's always it's always great to get compliments, uh, especially uh, when you do this on a daily basis. So uh, thank you for that feedback, and, of course, we will open up the phone lines for you tomorrow. I know we didn't have much time today to do that, but we will get those back open for you as well as, of course, the text line is always open for you. And, again, don't forget, you can use it, 304-523-2275. So I, I think we've pretty much cleared up everything at this point from today's announcement. Great presentation by Marshall University, putting its best foot forward. I thought – Really, everything was outlined pretty well as far as how this is going to go down, what you can expect. And the fact that if you're a Herds fan, you got to be excited for the exposure. Not necessarily a fan in Canova, not necessarily a fan in Milton, not necessarily a fan in St. Albans, not necessarily a fan, I don't know, in, let's say, uh, Fairmont. Not, not necessarily a local fan, a regional fan. If you're, I don't know. If you're in San Francisco, for example, you want to follow the herd, this is going to make it a lot easier. Once everything is in place, the ESPN package will make it easier for long-distance herd fans to follow the Thundering Herd a lot easier. And with all that said, once again, we're here at the Union Pub and Grill. Don't forget the Monday special, $1.50 bottles, $2 call shots. You get that every Monday here at the Union Pub and Grill. Don't forget, if you missed any part of today's show, you want to go back and listen to it. Or if you can't listen on a regular basis, you can always find us by starting to be a follower of our podcast. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, wherever you get your podcast is where you're going to find the drive. That's going to do it for this edition here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Have a great night, everyone. WRBC Huntington, W231BS Huntington, broadcasting from the Oscars Breakfast Burgers and Brew Studios. This is ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.